Hello and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. We have a very exciting announcement coming up this November 9th at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. You can register to join us for our live masterclass training where we're going to be walking you through the three steps that you need in order to become a successful certified fitness and nutrition coach at any age or any stage in life. Make sure that you check it out. Sign up now for this free masterclass to learn more. Fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. And we will see you November 9th live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, I am so honored, so excited because Tessa Thomas is joining me. Hi, Tessa. How are you? Hey, man, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so, so happy to have you here. Um, you and I always have really great conversations and I've known you for so many years and I love just like where your career has evolved. Now, just so everyone knows, um, Tessa is a certified trainer. She was a um, pro athlete. No. Yes. You were an NCAA athlete. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. University is, athlete. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. And uh, now is the co-founder of Pipeline Solutions. So um, I love having you on though today, because what we're going to be talking about specifically is looking at like a journey of a coach kind of thing. <laughs> this For whole sure. idea behind like so many times people feel like it has to be sort of like this linear approach. And I don't think that that's yeah. the case really. And I really want to talk about that. So would you mind kind of just taking us back a little bit and talking about from your university days of being an athlete, kind of how that led you into becoming a coach and getting kind of obsessed with really helping people get healthy yeah. and take care of them, um, their bodies. For sure. I'm smiling because it, it's uh, it's fun to think back um, to that journey. And linear is definitely not <laughs> the word I would use to describe it. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, in hindsight, maybe it looks a little bit more linear than it was. Um, but no, I, yeah, I grew up playing all sorts of sports. Um, I was like a five sport athlete in high school, loved playing all sorts of things like softball, basketball, volleyball, track and field. Um cross country just to train for basketball. Like I'm not an endurance athlete by any stretch, but I would do anything to pretty much, um, I don't want to say get out of school. I was a good student, but it was <laughs> just more fun to go and compete. I love that more than anything. Um, and so that led me to Winthrop university in South Carolina, where I was there for four years, um, playing D one softball, which was, you know, phenomenal experience playing essentially at the highest level. Um, that I could for that sport, um, and had a great time. And then, you know, it all kind of ended and, you know, I think a lot of athletes are in a position when that happens where you're just like, okay, well, what's next. This has been such a big part of my life for so long. Um, am I going to stay in the sport, you know, become a coach or administrator or, or anything like that, or volunteer things like that. Um, I decided to go to grad school, um, came back home and went to Queens uh, for grad school, unrelated, not in kinesiology or, or physical science or anything like that in, in arts, art history and chemistry. So um, came back, went to grad school. And it was actually during that time that I thought, you know what, I could probably get my certification because fitness, you know, it's it was just always a part of what I was doing. You know, I was always in sport and of course fitness is intertwined. They're, they're kind of um, so closely related, but um, yeah, I just wasn't sure if that was going to be the path I was going to take, but I figured, well, I'm in grad school. There's no better way to probably procrastinate 
(laughs) doing the work I'm supposed to do um, than studying for my personal training certification. Um, And so, yeah, that's that's actually when I got certified was during that time. And then um, I really enjoyed. So this is going back uh, to the P90X days. Um, my mom. I love after P90X. Graduated, yeah, love. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so fun. Uh, Tony is so great. I got to meet him at CanFit Pro one time, uh, which was fantastic. But after I finished playing softball and I moved back to that summer between um, you know undergrad and grad school, my mom actually was looking to lose some weight. And I was looking to start training differently. So I'd been training sports specific for, you know, years and years and years. You build muscles and power in, in different areas. And I was like, okay, I don't need, I don't need these shoulders. I don't need these quads. <laughs> I'm not playing <laughs> softball anymore. Let's do something different. Um, so I did essentially that summer P90X with my mom. Um, and that was also kind of the impetus for getting certified because I loved doing that with her. Like I loved you know, I wasn't being obviously it's a program. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I program the program, but I love being her coach and having, um, you know, uh, that kind of relationship and seeing the evolution, like she crushed it and it was phenomenal. <laughs> and I was like, this is so fun. You know, this kind of feels like, um, yeah, that sport and team kind of vibe that I knew I would miss if I didn't kind of stay in, in fitness and in that world. Um, and so, yeah, so I got a certification, and then um, moved back, and there was a a, a boot camp, women's only boot camp, fitness company out of Toronto called Fit Chicks yeah. uh, that brought me on. Um, you know, and I was so grateful because at that point, I trained friends, I trained you know, mom done done a, a bunch of things like that, but hadn't really had a lot of experience in the the group setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you all were so great, and I learned so much. And from there. Yeah, I can't even. Oh, I'm trying to remember now. Um, pretty well did group classes. Uh, I moved overseas for a bit. Did some group classes when I was overseas working in art conservation. Again, I just kept doing things on the side as a as an instructor. And then um, a few years ago, um, it kind of turned. Yeah, more central to a focus when I joined the F45 Yorkville team here in Toronto, um, and now it's gone one step further where we've developed software to help other coaches and studios and, you know, bringing those systems into place. So it, it has definitely been a progression, but it, it started off, you know, from just a seed, literally working out with my mom to, you know, group fitness to studio operations um, and, and systems and things like that. So it's been I love, I love that evolution though, Tessa, because I feel like there are so many people that list that are listening right now that probably have that same experience where they're working out with their friends or, you know, another mom in their mom group, or they're, you know, working out with their parents or their siblings. Yeah. And they're probably having that same feeling of like, cause it really is like, it fires you up. Right. Like I remember the first time I ever taught yoga, um, mm-hmm. was with my friends coming over to my house, they would come over and I would teach them in my right. living room. We'd like move the dining room table up to the side. And there yeah. was four of them that would come like once a week and we would just like lay out the mats and I would just test all these like crazy moves on them and stuff. Right. Cause I was like, Oh, look, try this, <laughs> yeah, does that, yeah. you know, very non-traditional Ashtanga. And, um, I love it. 
But it was like when they would leave, the energy, how it would shift from like when they would show up to when they left was so exciting to me that that's what like really drove me to like go further with it. Because at the time, like when I got first certified, I had no desire of ever teaching anything ever. It was literally just for my own benefit and my own knowledge. I just like to learn. And so it kind of evolved that way. But I feel like there's a lot of people that probably are listening that have that similar experience of like, oh, you know, I love helping this person out. But like, I don't know, could I see myself as a coach? But that's really, you kind of took that as the catalyst. Just like, I love this. This is really cool. Let's just kind of like see where this goes. And now from that, you've completely evolved it. And now you have your own business. You have pipeline solutions, which really focuses on the, the solution aspect for like online um, training software, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you know, when you were becoming a coach, did you find like, if you think back to like at the starting stages, what were the three elements that you felt were like necessary for you to be able to feel like you were prepared? Yeah, for sure. And it's a, it's a great question. Um, I'd say, and it hasn't really changed much to be honest, uh, cause I still coach and, and I think the big things are, um, yeah, being open, uh, to, learning that's, you know, everything's always about fitness is like, a <laughs> I don't even know the word for it, but it's always evolving in, in such, mm-hmm. at such a speed, there's always new information and new kind of techniques and things like that. But the foundations really don't shift all that much. Um, sure. but nonetheless, um, being open to, you know, learning and understanding, as you said, you know, it, it becoming a, a coach and a trainer really, for your own benefit, like you just learn so much all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's continuous. It's a continuous learning opportunity. Um, and so I'd definitely be open to that, right. Because new information is coming out all the time. Um, but also you're always interacting with different people. Um, and so just being open to, you know, what that's like, everyone's gonna have a different personality, a different way of moving. Sometimes people have injuries. Sometimes people, sometimes you're training athletes and, um, you know, sometimes you're not and, and just being receptive and open to, um, what that looks like kind of on a day-to-day basis. That's, I think the most fun and exciting part of things is just the variety of working with so many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think the, the other thing would be, I mean, for me, I have to bring the energy for sure. Um, That's a bit, you know, it can be a bit different dynamic, of course, one-on-one training versus group. Um, But if it's not fun for you, (laughs) it won't be fun for the people you're coaching, you know? And so um, I think bringing that energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, if, if people can tell that it's not fun for you, it's, it's different. Um, You know, it's not going to be fun for them. And so I think making things fun, um, keeping that energy up, keeping people engaged and involved is one of the the biggest things. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that goes, you know, that's, uh, that takes care of a lot. Uh, in all honesty, um, bringing that energy is what will motivate people and get them to you um, to then get those results. And that's that's a, a big, big part of it. Um, and then, you know, lastly, once those two kind of things are, are in place, um, you know, the systems and how you can um, make that, you know, repeatable process either for your studio and your team or for yourself, right? So 
um, for me, if I'm going into coach, like there's a few things that I'm looking at um, every time before I, before I go in, who are our new people? Um, do they have any injuries? Uh, what do we know about them? What are their goals? You know, it's just a kind of a systematized way of, of being prepared um, that helps with, with everything, because then you get to focus on the energy and the learning, right? Once right. those things are in place, because it's like, oh, I can just look here, here, and here, um, see what's going on. And then uh, everything tends to take care of itself at that point, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you share that though, because I do think like systems is when we were developing Fit Chicks, like our bootcamp program, when we first started, it was very much just like fly by the seat of our pants, not really certain what we were doing. We kind of had an idea, but we were doing a lot of testing, right? We didn't really have a blueprint to follow. And over, you know, and I know that we've shared this story on our podcast before, but like we had seven women sign up to our first class. And when they showed up, we were like super nervous and we're like, let's cancel. (laughs) Like maybe they're not going (laughs) to like it, you know, like, because we were so nervous because it was brand new. And like, I think everybody goes through those fears. For sure. But then the reason why our business was able to go from seven women to seven figures in a short period of time was because we built a system. We tested and tried and paid attention. And we looked at every element you talked about were things that we considered, like how do we create engagement? How do we create community? How do we create connection? How do we make ourselves different from just a class? How do, you know, how are our clients responding to certain things and paying attention? And we would make notes after every class, like literally after every workout, I would be like, oh, that part sucked. Or like people were really like bored with this area of this workout. Mm. So like, don't do that again. Or this, you know, team thing was really confusing and took a lot more time to explain than needed or whatever mm-hmm. it was, but like all of yes. those things, but those things matter. And yes. like, those are part of the systems, right. And part For of sure. like, and then also having like, what is your onboarding process? What's your follow-up strategy and making things streamlined for your customers. So it's like the front end looks streamlined. It makes it really simple for them. And then your back end is nice and tight and clean so that you could just really focus on the front end. Right. And that's really what it's about. Exactly. It's totally what it's about. I mean, the thing is with having these things in place, different platforms, different systems, um, the key is that I think what you want to do is enable yourself to be able to focus on the things that are going to you know move the needle for your business or move the needle for your for your customers or your members right mm-hmm. which is you know being able to literally pour into them and focus on them instead of having to you know do all this other stuff in the background over and over and over again um you know and 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 finding ways to kind of clear that out or get clarity there um, and put things in place is huge because then you can literally focus on conversations. To be honest, it is so much of training and coaching is just those conversations you have with people, right? Understanding really what what they want, what they're looking for, how you can help. And then, you know, evolving from there and, and building your relationships and your communities from from that point on. But if you don't have time because you're constantly having to, you know, go into spreadsheets, go into mind body, do all these things, then, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to build that. Um, So yeah, that's awesome that uh, I love hearing the story of of how you, you and uh, Laura started. Um, It's fantastic (laughs) because it is just like, it's, you know, nose to the, nose to the ground and, and um, making Just those changes. So many go, notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so many notes. Like yeah. we, and it's funny because even in our business today, 
we still follow that rule. Like even if we, like we just had that women's transformation summit that you were a speaker with. And even after that, it was like debrief very last after the very last day, the very next day, full debrief of like what went well, what didn't go well, send out a survey, get feedback, like all of the things, because all of that really matters to be able to improve and to be able to continue to grow. Right. And to be able to serve your people. Cause like, I believe we're all in this industry. If you're, if you're a part of the industry, if you're considering becoming certified, we're here because we want to help people. Right. And it, and we find joy in actually helping people potentially change the trajectory of their health for their life. And that's something that just makes us like really happy to be able to give that gift. Right. And so if that's something that's important to you, you want to be able to focus on that and not be focusing on all of the like messy stuff in the background. You want that stuff to just be like automated set up and just like focus, you know, um, I just want to touch base before we talk about like the system stuff. I do want to just um, go back to one of the things you said too, which was like the very first point, which was like about the engagement stuff and really like, you know, showing up and connecting and, or I think that was your second point, but it was, it was a very solid point because it was basically saying, you know, you do, you have to show up, you have to be present, you have to make it fun. I can't tell you how many times I have been to a class or a training session and you will see a trainer like on their phone, literally Mm -hmm. like this, like, and they just look so they're so disengaged. They're so bored. And then their client, like, and their client's just like walking on the treadmill beside them and they're not even talking. They're not doing anything. Like how many times have you seen that? Yeah. No, not at F45, but I mean, not in our studio. No, no, I know, but we know exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm sure everybody listening can, can relate to that. You can see the image. You you can see it over and over again. And I remember seeing it so many times and thinking like how, you know, like, how do you expect this person to want to stay committed to their goals? Yes. If you're not even committed to paying attention for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an for hour session, yeah, right. Exactly. Like if you can't commit yeah. to them, how can they commit to you or to themselves long-term? If they're already, if yep. you're already feeling like you're pulling away, it yep. just, I don't know. It doesn't make any percent. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's like the, yeah, it's one of the biggest things it's, you know, people that connection is, is so huge. It's so important, you know, for, mm-hmm. for people to, see, you know, inevitably to see the results that they're coming to you for. Um, But also you're going to be able to coach better, um, to program better because, you know, how is your day going? Did you sleep last night? Oh no, you know, a pipe burst in our basement. Like, okay, so maybe today we're not going to crush you because, (laughs) you know, your CNS, like you're nervous. It's, It's not set up for that kind of work today. Right. And if those conversations aren't happening, you know, if you're not genuinely here for that person, you know, it is a service industry, right. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're here to, to help. And, and I think if, if, um, yeah, if that's not something that really speaks to you as a person, it might not be the best fit because there's a lot of energy and effort that goes into, um, you know, showing up and being present for people. And don't get me wrong. Nobody's perfect. We're all human. There's days where it's going to be hard, Um, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's at the end of those sessions when people are so happy and they feel so great and their endorphins are so glad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It transfers over. It comes back to you. You know, it it doesn't, it doesn't just stay, um, you know, with them. It's kind of like those little electrons bouncing around, right. You kind of get a little bit of that energy from, from your members or from your, your clients as well. So um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a definitely a big one. Definitely. And I think, you know, one of the practices I used to have before walking into um, teaching any class 
always, I would sit in my car beforehand and I would just take a few deep breaths and I would go through gratitude. I would think about how grateful I was that these people entrusted me to lead them on their journey and think about like just how grateful I was to be a part of their life and to be a part of their journey, even if it was small, even if it, you know, if they've been with me for years or if they were brand new, it didn't really matter. It was like every single person mattered so much to me. And I really wanted to know their goals, what was important to them. But it was also really important for me to be able to take that moment beforehand. Because then when I walked in, I was so open and so excited as opposed to like carrying my like bad day with me or like my, I was (laughs) stuck in traffic moment, like anger or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you just, you release all of that. You stay in this place of gratitude and you show up with this like energy that will then, cause that's what they need in the beginning. And then it's like, that's how it's like cyclical, right? Cause you give all the energy in the beginning. And then at the end, they're like, so happy happy and elated that you get it back. So I agree with all of that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. When it comes to, no, when it comes to systems, I know we were talking a little bit about this, but I would love to know, because I know like with pipeline solutions, you kind of looked at mind body which is the number one sort of, or one of the leading, I don't want to say number one, but one of the leading sort of software systems that most coaches use to start booking their clients, to make that system, to put that system in place. But when you started using it with F45, you kind of like took at it from a different angle and kind of saw like, wait, we could probably add like a plugin to this to make this, or maybe not a plugin, maybe that's not how you would refer to it, but to make this so that it is a solution that would be even more advanced. Now, what made you kind of see what was meant? Like, how did you kind of spot that? And what is it about the, um, what you've created that has made it sort of that much more functional? For trainers. Yeah, for sure. No, thank you. Yeah, it's a great question. The um, yeah, so being a coach, I think um, I think this happens to all of us, right? We can all think of you know different roles that we're in and maybe spot some inefficiencies or just things that are um, you know not quite right <laughs> or not quite going the way that would be the path of least resistance. That's kind of what I look for in in things that are. Um, that can be made more efficient, right? I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I'm lazy or anything like that, but things that are kind of, um, th- you know, any processes that you have to do every day repeatedly that aren't necessarily super high value, right? There's only so much time that we that we all have. And so what we were looking for was, you know, within our own studio, I approached, you know, our, our, our studio owner, who's uh, my co-founder of Pipeline and just had a conversation with, you know, with him and, and our manager at the time. And it was just like, what's, you know, what do you wish existed? You know, what, what drives you crazy? What you yeah. know, part of this? And and we all experience that even on the consumer side of things that we work with, like apps or, you know, other all sorts of things, any kind of software that you use where you're just like, why doesn't it just do this thing that I want it to do? <laughs> um, you know, and, and those moments come up all over the place. So it came from, you know, trying to back to that original point was we always need more space and time to engage with our members, you know, and in a busy studio where you're seeing in any given class, there could be upwards of 30 people, how do you create that space and time to be able to engage with them? Well, the software side needs to take care of itself. So mm-hmm. what we did was we tried to find, we tried to, you know, fill some of those gaps where time was being spent in the software still. And 
you know, I think to what we were talking about, I don't think any of us really got into fitness to spend hours in mind body or in no. Excel or in Google Sheets, right? So it's like I want everything really streamlined. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really wants to do that. So, you know, our team, our our owner manager, they just found that they were spending, you know, those extra hours in the software. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe there's something that we can develop that will give some of that time back to sales and community and, and marketing, things like that. So we built a couple of automations um, that handle, you know, some of those things that they would have to do every day or that we would have to do every day, which is late cancel automations and booking management. Um, so, you know, when people don't show up for class, when they no show the uh-huh. system automatically, um, you know, incurs that fee for them and you don't have to go in and in mind body and check out all those shopping carts and, and do that manually every day. Um, which is super helpful because also it removes the subjectivity. The system takes care of it. Uh, yeah. You can blame us if something goes wrong, things like that. And it just takes a load off of, of uh, the manager's shoulders um, or uh, staff or team shoulders. And then booking management, um, that automation kind of sorts out, you know, folks that double book and take up more spots on wait lists than they may have intended to and things like that. Um, and then our dashboards uh, are super high level, not super high level to be honest. Some of it's actually quite tactical, but more broad stroke overviews of, you know, who are your members that haven't been in or, you know, your clients that haven't been in to train. They've, you know, they have an active membership. They haven't been in, in seven days or 10 days or 14 days. Well, here's their name. Here's their phone number, their email address, shoot them a text. You know, maybe they just need a little boost or, um, you know, maybe they have a good reason and they need to pause or, you know, so a lot of it is, you know, um, what we've built are systems and automations or dashboards and automations that enable our team to really keep up with member retention um, without having to spend a lot of time on it because we pull all that data and we resurface it to them in kind of these key tables and and visuals that give you that info right away. Um, So you're not having to go and dig into mind body and pull reports and do the Excel and all that. So um, that was kind of the, yeah, the background behind that was just, you know, what are the issues here? I want this studio to be the best studio on the planet um, (laughs) as part of the team. In all honesty, that's where it came from. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I enjoy doing is being part of great teams. Um, and so I knew that I had some of the technical background a little bit to be able to maybe dip my toe and, and develop something for our team to make it that much better and save everybody time. So that's where it came from. It's so brilliant though. And I think, you know, even just as you're saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I remember when we were running Fit Chicks Boot Camps right. and that was part of our mandate was, you know, if, if a member missed a class, then we would have luckily we had our trainers kind of like managing their own class list. So I'm sure you remember, like it would be, you know, the mandate was that you had to email them after, but still that's, it's still a manual thing. Yeah, It's still a time consuming thing. So being able to just automate that piece is just such a huge time, like such a save. And it's funny, you know, even in our business today at Fitchix Academy, I remember um, a few years ago, we met with someone and they were like, let us see your systems and let us see your backend. And like, he's like right. a systems person, right? Yeah. He's part of our mastermind. And he was, he looked at her and he's like, you don't have any systems. Yeah. He's like, how did you build your business? I don't understand. Right. You know, right. cause right. it was just so confusing to him. Cause we had some, yeah. but they weren't like dialed in and we're like, yes. yeah, that's our focus right now is building the backend, like even more so. And right. And 
it's funny because we always resisted. And for anyone listening right now, if you have that same, we always had resistance against systems because we thought it would kind of like box like us box in. You in. Yeah, yeah. Like it always exactly. made us feel like it was yeah. going to like, feel like, oh, now I have like all these systems and like, and right. it's actually the complete opposite. It is like yeah. freedom because now yeah. you have more freedom. You have more time. Exactly. Your coaches are probably so grateful at F45. Like all of the coaches that you work with are probably, and all the coaches that you work outside of your location. Cause I know that now with pipeline solutions, you offer this to other studios, but for sure, they're probably so grateful because this is now helping them elevate their business and elevate their communication with their clients. Because the number one thing that we need to be able to do as coaches is communicate effectively and make people accountable because that's why they're hiring you. They're hiring you because every person on the planet knows, or I would like to think every person on the planet knows that if they want to reach their health goals, (laughs) they need to move their body and they need to look at their um, diet, right? Like those are the things that they kind of need to look at. Obviously, if they have specific goals, they need a coach to be able to like really help them target that. But the, I think my belief is that people hire coaches or go to classes or they go to classes a lot of times for community, but also because they need the accountability. So if you're not building that into your business and that having this element in your system, that's already systematic now just takes that whole onus away, right. From the coaches. So, so smart. I love that you did that. If I still ran fit, if if we still ran bootcamp, (laughs) I would be like all over this. I'd be like, Tessa set it all up for us. (laughs) Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And that's, that's the feedback that we get as well. Cause you know, the other thing too, is a lot of the time um, you get pulled away and you just, you're not even able to do that thing that you want to do to keep your members accountable, right? So that's like the late cancel, you know, and it's so important. So actually the consistency and the cadence is part of it too, is part of having that automation because it happens daily. Mm -hmm. So what we were hearing as well is that, you know, a lot of coaches or teams, they were doing it, but it was kind of like, kind of sporadic or, oh, we kind of bulk it at the end of the week or something like that. And then for your members, because the inconsistency, it doesn't quite have that same um, effect on the accountability as it would if if they know if they wake up at 5 30 for that 6 a.m class and they know that if they don't go they're gonna get that 15 charge it moves people like it yeah. moves people out of their bed <laughs> and into the studio or, or to you you know as your as as your client and mm-hmm. we've actually had that um feedback from members that they like right. it because yeah. it, keep them accountable. So because accountability not, is key. Yeah, it, it's so key. And then the booking management, of course, is just um, you know, for the ability to give everybody equal opportunity to train. Um, so, you know, sometimes people will multi-book and things like that. And it just sorts sorts through that. And again, holds them accountable to, hey, you know, you only get to keep one class. Um, we want to make sure everybody can train and, and things like that. So um, yeah, there's definitely a, a lot to exactly what you said. The accountability side of it is huge and being able to present data and information to, you know, coaches or, or managers um, to help them with that is really what we're all about because then the studio grows and then, um, you know, that membership base gets the results that they want. And so from us, of course, it comes from a place of, we want everybody to be, you know, moving and healthy and happy. And if we can contribute to other studios doing that, um, then it means that our kind of, you know, our impact is even more broad than just myself coaching. Of course, it's this ripple effect that you have going on now. Now, one last question I have for you is in terms of your, in terms of like client retention too, how have you seen 
um, having the these systems in place and now having this added sort of system that you developed. How have you seen like in terms of retention rates for your clients? Has it improved your retention rates drastically? Like, do you have stats on that? Because I'm just curious because I feel for like sure. my gut says 100% this would increase it like tenfold because again, it it has all the elements that people actually need to be able to stay accountable and to move forward. But I'm just curious if you do have those stats. Yeah, I, I wish I had a really solid number for you. I only have the, the feedback that we've yeah. received, which is that of course... It's twofold. So we do a lot on the trial side. Um, So like new people coming into the studio, taking notes on them, having all of that data be accessible, which classes have they attended? What are they booked into? Mm -hmm. You know, so that our our manager and team, if they're texting them through a trial or anything like that, they have all of that, um, you know, at their fingertips. So that for sure increases conversions. Um, Yeah, 100%. Um, We've seen that across the board that conversions go up with access to that information and a system that consistently um, enables the team to hit those those communication points. Um, and then on the retention side, um, what it does is, is effectively prevents a lot of people from slipping through the cracks. So what we've heard mm-hmm. is, you know, this is great because now I know exactly who hasn't been in and I can reach out to them and find out why, and then pull them back into the studio. So I wish I had a hard number. We're working on it, but um, <laughs> anecdotally, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. put you on the hot seat. No, I was like, I, no, I'm it's just, good. I, we're, I love we're data. Getting, we're close. Yeah, I love data. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah I, data I know you too. love data. We're getting there. Yeah, but we we're working on uh, working with a couple of studios to do a couple of case studies where we'll be able to kind of dive into their data and get some of those uh, hard numbers. So um, love it. when that when that comes out, I'll share with you for sure. But um, please do. Yeah. So the retention uh, is definitely there, mainly from the from the standpoint of being able to follow up with people, um, you know, that have been away, or uh, a lot of studios have like suspended members, and just being mm-hmm. able to see that list and follow up with people um, keeps keeps everybody at the forefront. A lot of it's just like mentally, um, you know, if you have a, a a studio or or a business with a lot of members or clients, it's easy to kind of forget about you know, a couple of totally. people that haven't been in. And and so when you're constantly seeing those names and those lists, it's a lot easier to, uh, to follow up with those folks. And to develop a bit of like an action plan around like how to, how to bring them back into your world, of course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cause we do one thing as well. Uh, one of the the tables that we surface, um, cause a lot of studios or businesses, um, in fitness do, um, class packs, right? 10 class pass or 20 class pass or things like that. And um, so one of our key uh, tables that that a lot of our customers love is the one it shows you, you know, which, which members are on class packs that only have one or two remaining. Right. Right. So you wouldn't know until it hits zero and then they're just not there. And, you know, it's like, where's this person? Did they churn? Like what's going on? And you might on? not even, yeah, you might not you even might notice not even, at all. You might not even notice. Yeah. So that table will just show you, you know, as they're kind of dwindling in their class pack, perfect time to reach out and say, Hey, you only have two left. Um, you know, do you want to purchase another one and, and build the retention so smart. Um, yeah, ahead of, ahead of any kind of churn. So, so yeah. smart. I love it. Thank now, you. Tessa, thank you so much for everything you shared today. I loved this conversation. I would love to see the data when you do have it. So please email it. To for me. sure. Yeah, um, no, <laughs> definitely. 
But um, for anyone who's listening right now who is interested in learning more about what you do at Pipeline, of course, the information will be in our show notes. But how can people reach out to you if they are interested in just kind of like learning more about um, what you've created with Pipeline Solutions? Yeah, for sure. So our site is pipeline-solutions.co. So um, if you head over there, there's a, a little button in the top right where you can request a demo. Um, if you want to have you know a short kind of demo and see what we do, uh, happy to to do that. That request form is you know one minute to fill out, and we can schedule a time. You just pick a time, and and we'll do a demo for you. Or you can reach out to me directly, um, and that's Tessa at pipeline-solutions.co. Awesome. Tessa, thank you so much. No Everyone, um, of course, go to fitchicksacademy.com if you would like to check out the show notes and where you can connect there as well. I'll have all the links there. Um, but thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared today. I loved our conversation. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again next week for Fitchicks Chat. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, for everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. And once again, just a reminder, make sure you check out fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass to grab your spot for our upcoming live training, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all about how you can take this passion you have for fitness and nutrition and become a successful certified fitness and nutrition coach at any age or any stage. Again, that is at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. We will see you there November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.